0: Okay. Hi, everyone. I spelled overwhelm wrong in the title. But that's okay. I'm going to try to open up my Facebook on my phone to see if I can see because I'm on Zoom. So if I have any like comments or anything. Oh, yeah, I can see. Cool. I wonder if that will work. Oh, this is so like matrixy. I'm seeing myself like talking but it's a little bit lagging that's weird so okay i don't know about you all but i've been going through some shit lately um is mercury in gatorade i don't even know um comment below (laughs) if if it is or if you're going through something similar i don't want to look at my face during this so i'm gonna open up a different tab okay Oh, so I'm just going to take a breath for a second because I haven't, like, I've kind of pulled back from social media in the past couple of weeks. I'm just like sharing my personal processes and what I've been thinking about and integrating. Um, and I don't know, right now it feels right to share a little bit and to offer some support. To you all if you're going through something similar so I first just want to acknowledge that like there's a lot of overwhelm in the in the air right now there's a lot of overwhelm I'm definitely experiencing or have been experiencing a lot of feelings of just like this is too much like there's so much to take care of there's so much to do my to-do list is growing there're like so many layers of the overwhelm and it was so interesting the other day because i was sitting at a beautiful seaside cliff and i was just like looking out into the ocean and i'm like you know like my life is great like when i look around um when i like objectively look at my life like it's great and yet I feel like my life is falling apart, like on the inside. And it's this feeling of like, just kind of chaos and disorganization. And like, it, it was very, it's, it, it is very hard to describe that kind of sensation, but it caused a lot of anxiety internally. And then I think what happens often is when we don't know the source, of our anxiety or overwhelm if we're like not super clear on that and it doesn't make clear sense in our minds like why we feel the way we feel like if we don't consciously understand it I think it can really add to the layers of overwhelm and tension and anxiety so I just want to acknowledge that that was definitely something I was experiencing and what I noticed as I've been kind of like sifting through this in the past couple of weeks is I have been getting, okay, yes, inundated with coaching uh, stuff. So, you know, as a coach, I talk a lot about coaching, about guiding people about blah, blah blah, all of the things. And a lot of the people I follow um, and you know, watch their material and absorb their information and expertise are other mental health professionals, coaches, guides, whatever. And what I noticed is without being super aware of this um, on like a conscious level, the algorithm caught on to that, and I, and I just I noticed a little while ago how much stuff I had like signed up for, um, whether it's like emails from coaches and healers and stuff, or like courses that I haven't finished, um, you know, YouTube ads that I had been getting like over and over and over and feeling a sense of frustration about seeing the same fucking people trying to sell me their shit. Um, And just that kind of like getting deeper and deeper about being sold to in like a bro marketing type way. And just, yeah, other coaches and other people reaching out to me, like seeming like they were trying to connect and be my friend, but just trying to sell me something. And I, I got caught up in this like fucking vortex psychedelic loop of like this very specific facet of the coaching industry and yeah, really fell for it for a little bit. I mean, clearly with like the courses I had been buying and not finishing and just kind of being in this like loop of like, if I just learn this one thing, I'll like know the answers and the mystery can dissolve and I can just feel okay and like calm and fulfilled. And I can just like know what to do next. It's like that kind of um, thing. And I wonder if you relate to this, because I think a lot of us do that like we're looking for that next answer and we think that next thing and whatever it is I mean it could be making a certain amount of money right in your career it could be getting a certain number of hours of sleep it could be consuming certain food going on a certain diet doing an exercise program um taking a course and we think that okay once we just do this thing then we'll know then we'll get the success then we'll get the things that we want and it's a i ha, i was in meditation the other day and i had this vision of these like slimy like inky figures um just running in circles and and like the figures are being chased by the figure behind it and it was like this um frantic, I need to like climb the ladder and get to my success. But the success was like it was like an abstraction, it was like an illusion. It, it wasn't like real or tangible necessarily. It was just like climbing that mountain. And then when you reach the top, there's just like another mountain to climb, and there's no pause, and there's no stillness, and there's no fulfillment. And this is a loop that is so easy to fall fall into and get addicted to because um oh my god i just like spit something out of my mouth (laughs) it's so easy to get addicted to this loop because i think as humans like a lot of us are are looking for a map right we're looking for a system, a thing, a someone, a something, it's like that guru mentality, like someone, like, you know, my next partner is going to like be the thing that fulfills me and makes me whole, or, or if I only can get this job, then I can be happy. Or if I can only, you know, afford this home, then I can finally be okay. And it's such a fucking illusion. And there's a lot of grief that comes with the experiencing and the understanding of that being an illusion that like the true like lesson is to be here now is to be here now and to be able to access those states of emotion like fulfillment and ease and happiness and bliss and contentedness and you know peace whatever you want right now with what you have and with who you are and not trying to add something on or gain something or prove something or get to that next level of success which just keeps us in that like like chasing ourselves around in this circle forever So that's what I've been dealing with lately and thinking about and experiencing. And um, let's talk about consumerism for a second, because we live in a culture of consumerism. It's very um, it is I'm going to like use use this word or this phrase like it's pushed on us to consume. It's good to consume in our society in like a very big way it's good um it's like um yeah we're we're definitely motivated to to consume and to keep consuming with our endless stream of information through the internet our endless stream of of people and connecting with people through the magic of the internet um and amazon making it really easy to buy shit and just all the things consumerism is rampant and when I think about the process of digestion, I think about how consuming is not just you know food, right? It's media, it's everything that we're seeing and hearing and experiencing and taking in through our senses as a human. And we are truly getting inundated if we open ourselves up to this, which most of us do if we're online, um, or living in the world with other people we are getting kind of this influx of information and assault to our senses and it's coming in and we are being asked essentially to digest so much more and the process of digestion is like you know, when it comes to food, it's, it's breaking down the food particles with the enzymes in your saliva and the different, and you know, the, the proteins and, um, we're breaking down into smaller pieces so that those pieces can be distributed, the vitamins and the minerals can be distributed to tissues and organs and all the places. And then you can excrete the waste out right? That is the full process of digestion in a nutshell. And when I think about when we are being inundated with so much information in ways that we're not consciously aware of, like there's so much happening whenever you are on social media, on YouTube, on, um, you know, Google, whatever, like you're getting little ads here and there and little things and the algorithm like knows what you like and what you don't like and it's moving you towards that and it's like opening these um I think of them as like like drama portals or like places where your attention is going to go and then over here and over here and our focus is being like taken in so many different directions so we're not actually able to digest (laughs) fully digest and process like what we are consuming and this causes overwhelm it causes our system to on so many different like layers and levels of our existence feel like it's too much yet we can't like it's it's almost like we're like victim to it like we don't feel like we can stop it because yeah there's just like so much and if we're present online or in life like it's going to happen um And this can cause overwhelm and it can cause shutdown, like nervous system shutdown, freeze, flee, fight, fawn. Um, We can literally have like these like chronic low-grade stress responses, which is like the thing that keeps us attached and like in the whole like churning of it. Because if we're having these, I think of it like Nervous system responses are also things like um, I think of like fear and excitement in combination and how that's such a um, kind of like mesmerizing state to be in when we have some fear and like excitement and interest attached to it. So I'm like literally going to open up the news. Dangerous Hurricane Lee now expected to reach category five. Yeah, something about politics. Uh, I mean, it's like everything that we open that exposes us to other people and to social media and the internet. um, We're going to, we're going to be consuming stuff and our bodies are not going to know what to do with a lot of that stuff. So it just kind of hangs out in our consciousness and our subconsciousness. And it really dictates like how we feel and what actions we take and and what thoughts we think and it it gets really deep so yes we are essentially binge eating culture we're binge consuming information okay when i think about trauma and what trauma is trauma is not the thing that happened It's not the circumstance, it's how you, how your nervous system interpreted the circumstance. Something happened and you couldn't process it. And that's on like the most neutral baseline level of like what trauma is. Something happened, you couldn't process it and it was too painful to feel, it was too confusing, it was too overwhelming, something like that, right? And it caused deep disturbance in your body, mind, spirit. So when I think about consumerism, and I think about consuming all of the information that we consume and all of the different facets of of media and all of like, the promotion of like how we should think feel be look based on the media and being sold stuff to us um i think about trauma i think about how it's like quite literally traumatizing to intake so much information and and not be able to digest it. So there's this low-grade chronic stress that we're experiencing because of it. I went to a talk the other day that I need to go back and finish watching um, by a woman who is known as KJ Sassy Pants. It was through Simone Soul's group, Home. Um, It's called Home, it's her group program. And she was talking about, this is like in the context of like growing your business as an entrepreneur, but it applies to everyone that we have this, there's this cultural ethos to keep growing. like we have to keep growing like we have to like you know get that advanced degree we have to um get the raise we have to succeed in this way and this way in order to be worthy and be okay and be fulfilled and all the things I was saying before and yet with that like growth And with this kind of succeed quicker, consume more, move faster, climb the ladder mentality. That growth, that kind of obsession with growth, and I noticed this in myself, I noticed this the other day, like this kind of deep feeling of like, if I'm not growing, I'm dying, and I don't want to die, and I'm scared to die. And so I gotta keep growing. And it's it's again this like cycle, this like churning of like running in circles, trying to just like grow, 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 grow to try to run away from our fear, our fear of literal like stillness and silence, which is like, you know, like death. We just we gotta keep growing and moving and like avoid like even thinking about or like being in that space that could feel like death, whether it's like a little death or some kind of death. So What KJ Sassy Pants was saying is that the only things that grow continuously in nature are cancers and forest fires. And we are modeling how we operate in our lives, in our bodies, in our minds, the way that cancers and forest fires do. And that really stuck with me because we are nature, and nature goes through cycles, and it goes through seasons, and there's growth, and there's death, and there's you know not judgment of that growth and death. That's just part of it, um, and yet we beat ourselves up, we judge ourselves so much for like not continuously growing. So, if, if anything, this is a My, the like space I'm trying to hold here, the thing I'm trying to project, or the like ultimate message is like, it's okay to not be growing all the time. In fact, it's actually really, really important to give yourself space to not be growing all the time and to learn how to turn towards your life as it is right now and find the beauty and feel the gratitude and feel the the safety in your body as it is right now, take stock of where you are and what you've accomplished and really feel so proud of yourself for still being alive, for making it through everything you made, made it through, taking a breath, taking that space, connecting the silence and stillness, And knowing that silence and stillness is the thing that will healthfully feed your growth when you do consciously grow again. And the whole kind of like irony of this is like, we are, we're always growing in the sense of time is always moving and with time and with maturity comes natural lessons and letting go of certain things and but this kind of forced growth is causing overwhelm and it's causing shutdown and it actually like stunts our growth in like really deep ways or or it can like keep us from like getting to the tangible places that we're trying to get to so it's actually in like a weird way kind of doing like the opposite of what we're wanting So connecting to silence and stillness, being in the comfort and discomfort of being in your own body and in your own life right now. Like this is something, it's like uh, one of like my main lessons in my life and teachings to others is like giving yourself permission to feel uncomfortable in your body and to also like feel the symphony of like discomfort and comfort. Because those things are happening simultaneously, like all the time for us. And if we give ourselves that space to really practice feeling into the discomfort of what it is to be a fucking human, like it is uncomfortable to be a human often, often. We're often not the right temperature. We often experience physical and emotional pain. Um, We experience frustration and all kinds of emotions that feel unsatisfying and uncomfortable and horrible. And like that, that is part of being a human. And the more we can like give ourselves space to actually embrace that and even like love the discomfort, the better off we are for sure so avoiding discomfort is also keeping us in this loop of consuming because for example like when I think of like TikTok or something there's a lot of like a lot of like TikTok trends um, of like certain products or or whatever things going around Um, and I think about like we can feel uncomfortable like when we're being sold to about like something that feels like an answer for us like something that's going to bring us that like fulfillment or that beauty or the success or whatever we can start to feel really uncomfortable if we don't have that thing that's being sold to us we start to feel like i must be lacking something specifically this thing and i just need to get this thing and when i get this thing then i can like be okay again but it's like the whole illusion of like not, you know, being whole in the first place. Um, So noticing like when you, you know, get sold to next time for like a product or something that you really like want and you're desiring, which that's, it's totally fine to desire stuff and to want it, it's totally human. and I love desire. I love desiring stuff. It's it's thrilling. Um, noticing, like taking like an extra moment and noticing like that discomfort in your body. It might include excitement. It might include feelings of lack and desperation. Just taking a moment, being like, all right, where is this? Where, where am I feeling this? How am I feeling this? What is my experience of this discomfort? And just building... Um, familiarity with like what your flavors of discomfort are and what discomfort feels like for you and seeing if you can sit in it for a couple moments longer before you press that button to buy the thing see if you can sit in it and just feel it and just let it kind of make its way through your your system because when I think of not being able to digest things like information that is coming at us and we're consuming stuff, I think about like not giving ourselves enough time to sit with the discomfort that we feel. You might read some stuff about the Ukraine war, and then you're already on to another article about fucking Kanye West or something, and then already on to like another thing about something else, drama. And you haven't even taken time or given space to processing some like anger and sadness that you feel about the initial thing that you saw about the war. So, slowing down, slowing down, creating space for yourself to feel the discomfort in the moment that you feel it and not just like bypassing it and moving on to the next thing and getting your next hit of dopamine. Um, yeah, we are nature. We're not meant to be growing and and constantly consuming. Um, We're meant to also have the month of winter and fall and spring and summer. and, And we're meant to work and operate in cycles. And so if you're feeling tired and you're feeling overwhelmed, I am with you. I feel you. I hear you. I hope this is helpful. Um, The last point I want to make is connecting to that stillness and silence, like really listening in, because there's a lot of stuff you're taking in that's not yours. And what I mean by that is just like literally everything that comes from the outside in. It's not like you On a fundamental baseline level it's stuff that you're taking in and you're processing and you're moving it through your filter and your lenses right sitting in silence and stillness with yourself in like a practice of meditation in breath work not consuming something from the outside and just listening to that voice and it's really like shocking sometimes like how intense that voice is and how it will not shut the fuck up. And it just like keeps going and it's anxious and it's crazy and it's just like chaotic and it's manic and it's frantic and it's mean to you. And like, it's just painful and intense, Um, just observing it. I feel like that's one of the most important things that I've learned is to be the observer. To be the observer of your thoughts, to know that you're not your thoughts, to watch them, to witness them, to not judge them, to to see them like a like a child running around the playground, fucking going through their whole crazy cycle where they're like sweating and they're screaming at another kid and then they're going down the, the slide and then they're like digging in the dirt and they're like, and they're just like, like you know, doing their thing. And you're just like, you're watching from the sidelines. So you're observing, you're not judging them. They're a kid. They're just like doing what they do. You're curious, you're paying attention, Um, but you also have space knowing that like your thoughts are like, you know, your emotions, your thoughts, they're like the weather. They're going to come and go. They're going to come and go. They're going to come and go. And the more you attach to them and become victim to your thoughts and your feelings, the less likely... You'll be able to like feel peace, honestly, <laughs> feel peace and like clarity. So breath work, meditation, quiet time, a walk, listening to nature sounds. Um, it's gonna feel uncomfortable to take silence and stillness for yourself. It's gonna feel fucking weird. It's gonna feel like, you're gonna go through like withdrawals, like maybe every day when you give yourself space for silence and stillness, I've certainly been feeling that now, like every day when I take like silence and stillness, which I take every day, but because I feel so inundated with stuff um, and I'm getting those hits of dopamine, when I take that silence and that stillness and that space and I can just notice my thoughts and see what's going on and check in, yeah, it's uncomfortable and then it gets better. And as I say, with it, I feel more relaxed and I can see my thoughts as weather and not attached to them. And it's the, the practice that that like supports every aspect of my life, like meditation, sitting in stillness. Yeah. It's necessary for me. Okay. Hope this is helpful and have a great Thursday.